You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 679, A Dark Mirror. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 600 in uh, – 600? I can't speak. 679 in a series of 7,342. Collect them all. And Gaz is actually not here today. He had some some stuff that he wanted to do. So I reached out to Mr. Carl Madden, and he was kind enough, sick as he is, and – yeah, I'm talking about an actual physical ailment, but all right, well, the other the other kind can can work its way in there too. But he agreed to come on. Hey, Carl. Hello, guy. Once again, thank you very much for having me on the show. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on. I mean, this is it's 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 amazing. I still every once in a while will play your um, fake news of Blitzageddon, Trump apocalypse gate oh, song. Fake news of Blitzageddon, Trump apocalypse gate, fake news of Blitzageddon. <laughs> See, it's stuck in my head now. I you cannot are, not say it. You are the only person I know of that could have sung that song. <laughs> you know, the, the whole supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, that's, that's one thing. But to, to put all of those other symbols together, that's hard. Very, very difficult. <laughs> And now it's stuck in my brain and I cannot pull it out of there. Well, I actually, uh, here it is. Uh, I don't want to play the whole thing, but I will start it off. Here it is uh, with Mr. Carl Madden. It's faking news of blitz again, a Trump apocalypse gate. As crazy as it may sound, it's something really great. And if you say it loud enough, you always sound quite fake. Faking news of blitz again, a Trump apocalypse gate. Trump diddly, 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 Trump diddly. Okay, um, and for I can't sing though. Who who could have? Who could have sung that? The kind of cool thing about that little project, and uh, we'll, we'll, there's another project that that you and I have collaborated on that still hasn't gone anywhere, but that that's a whole other story. Uh, was that that we separated you singing with the music, uh-huh. and so then I I multi-tracked that, and then when you got to the part where it's like Trump did little dum did I, I actually like did your voice several times and like kind of put different pitches on it. So it sounded like different people singing. So it sounded like you had a whole ch- chorus behind you singing Trump did literally um did I don't spoil the magic guy. He was a producer. He was producing. I know. I know. Well, it's just, I, I like to have people take a peek around the curtain. <laughs> no, ignore the man behind the curtain. Ignore, ignore, him. ignore the him. man behind the curtain. Um, we are six shows away, Carl, from, mm. The 400th MyMac podcast that Gaz and I have been doing. We started off with show 285, and we are six shows away from 685. 400 of these things. And actually- It just just seems like so many more. (laughs) It actually has been. It probably has been already more than that because there were a couple that we like doubled up on- 
or there were a couple that for one reason or another wasn't in the numbering scheme. But yeah, I, I'm willing to bet that at this point we actually have done over 400 shows. And it's, now, it's a rare, ex- go ahead. Are you, ex- are you expecting a letter from the queen? No, no, except maybe, huh? maybe a cease and desist. She's <laughs> well, got minions for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, for people that are keeping track, I have once again, changed the way I record this show. <laughs> um, when that's probably been about 400 times as well. Uh, I had a, this preamp by this company called art. It was the V3 and it's a two preamp and, and it worked well, but I still wasn't satisfied. I, I, it, every once in a while it would add like artifacts and, and I could hear noise and all the rest of it. And I'd heard so many wonderful things about the cloud lifter, which is this just little tiny box. So I went ahead and I got one and oh my God, I think it makes a world of difference. Basically it's like 25 decibels of just clean gain. And it it doesn't do anything other than that. It just gives you 25 decibels of gain. So I'm really, really happy with it. And, um, if I could afford it, I wouldn't have, I would get at least three more and put that in my, my mobile podcasting kit. <laughs> oh, my mobile podcasting kit. I have got enough crap in a backpack for four people with their own microphones on, <laughs> c- can record a podcast onto different tracks in a, in a computer. The bag weighs yeah. over 50 pounds. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> and I imagine the first time I try to go on a plane with it, I will will get pulled out of line by TSA. Oh, yes. Yes, come this way, sir. We yeah. wish to search you. We would <clears throat> like to see what all this stuff is inside of your bag. <laughs> so I, I understand just, that you're not feeling well. No, so I've had a cold. Uh, for It just seems to go on and on and on. But, uh, well, you know what happens. You go to the doctors and they always find something flipping else for you to <laughs> Of course. They're never happy with just what you think is wrong with you. Yeah, like no, my audio no. setup. Sorry? It's like my audio setup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're never, never, never satisfied. Pleased. <laughs> anyway, so they discovered that I've got high blood pressure. So I've got all the joys of now high blood pressure, which means medication and, and countless other checks and God knows what else. But I, I, whatever. But uh, at least, at least I can turn these, this, 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 um, is it an illness situation? I don't know. Yeah. To my advantage, so I can buy some tech stuff. So I can bought a, a little a monitoring cuff for which hooks into iOS and, and the health kit and everything like this. So I can check my, my blood pressure every day. I've got various monitoring things, apps now that I can use to track my exercising every day and, and, and how much uh, food stuffs and things I take in called MyFitness, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. We, so, well, so, we, we all use that app here in the house. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Tracking calories some of the stuff. things you think, oh my God, is it really that high in that, in that nonsense? Oh dear. <laughs> so I, eating that lunch is 750 calories. Oh my God. Well, if it was only that low. <laughs> it's you all the beer. Chick- you put in there a chicken tikka masala, it comes out about a grand and a half. <laughs> and I think the, uh, what is it they say? Like 2,000 to 2,500 calories a day is, is yeah. what the average pretty, person is supposed pretty, to intake. Pretty much for a man, yeah, it's about 2,000 calories. And you're doing that with, like, just your lunch. Yeah, well, not anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a bit of an eye-opener. 
Fortunately, I think beer's quite low, which is quite fortunate, but I've got to cut that out as well. Damn it. <laughs> well, you knew that it was going to be painful. Well, not this painful. <laughs> well, it's like last, what was it? Last May, I stopped smoking. And not a day. And, and the crazy part was I, I didn't stop smoking because it was like, oh, I'm, I'm so tired of smoking and, and it makes my chest hurt and blah, blah, blah. No, because I actually enjoyed smoking. I didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> it was just, I, I started, it started to become, well, number one, it, it's such a financial drag. And mm-hmm. depending on where you live, you know, $5 to $12 for a pack of cigarettes. Um, it, but it just, I just found that I was going upstairs and huffing and puffing and all that. It's like, you know, wow, really just going up a flight of stairs and you're huffing and puffing. And of course so I stopped and I haven't had a cigarette since then. So yay me. Unfortunately, now I've gained like 25 pounds, so I need Whoa. to start. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like over 300 pounds now, Ugh, which means my, and, and I know I'm over 300 pounds because that's the upper limit of my scale. <laughs> so now instead of getting like this little digital readout, you weigh, blah, blah, blah. It just goes, e, 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 you know, one Get at a time, me. <laughs> one at a time, sir, one at a time. So that's one of the things that I need to start working on. I, I, and if for the most part, I just need to get more active and, you know, stop doing things like extra podcasts and, and all the rest of that. And just actually do something crazy, like leave the house. Yeah. Strap that watch on and get out there walking. Well, I've only got the, um, the series two. I don't have the that's series fine. three. That works as well. It's all on there. Okay. Well, that's, you know, but by the time you guys get over actually we we were talking about that before the show i just realized that as i started to talk about it oh we weren't talking about you coming over from for max stock 2018 at all here on the mm-hmm. show but you were you you know as we we were talking about this just before we started to record and uh yourself and possibly one other person uh might be coming over and then we would do the 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 big drive from uh, the DC area where I live out to the Chicago area where, where Mac stock is held. And you know, I, but basically by the time you and whoever else, if anybody else comes, comes over, I hope to be on some kind of regular exercise where it's, it's not going to kill me to go walking around a bit. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's, it doesn't matter. 30 minutes walking is the easiest. I used to think it's a chore. Now I enjoy it every day when I go out and mind you, that's because winter's not quite here yet. But, yeah. Uh, well, and worse, I actually have one of those, one of those, um, uh, what do they call them? The walkers, the tre- walker. a tread, treadmill, treadmill, oh, right, yes. walkers. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Zombie. I got a walker <laughs> cause I can hardly stand. Um, and on that brilliant segue, why don't we go over to the MyMac.com recent articles? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll take the first one. Club Nintendo Level 173 uh, podcast with Aaron, John, and Tim. They discussed the upcoming launch of Super Mario Odyssey, the week of Nintendo news, and much, much more. Go on over, download, and listen. Stuff. Stuff. Um, next yeah. up, we have Malibu True Wireless Earbuds review by Him Gilbert. 
he received a set of Malibu True wireless earbuds by Soundstream. This company is part of Epsilon Electronics. Uh, electrics. Electronics. I was right the first time. Yeah. Uh, noted by their excellent auto and watercraft sound systems. Malibu is a perfect name for these earbuds. Hmm. I wonder why. I guess you'll have to go and read it to find out. Next up, three geeky ladies, iOS 11, episode, hey, 110. Elisa and Vicky, oh, 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 damn, damn, damn. Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. And Vicky. It's Vicky Stokes. Miss Stokes to Guy and Gaz. Share what they like and don't like about iOS 11. They brief, briefly talk about High Sierra and watch OS 4. And Elisa, you say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Updates listeners on their new recording schedule. Download and listen. Indeed. Uh, Logitech Craft Keyboard review by Kurt. <laughs> Sorry, Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Well, of course he did. <laughs> Uh, Logitech's new craft keyboard is a superb piece of engineering and design. It is hefty at just over two pounds or 960 grams, rock solid and built for durability. It matches Apple's space gray finish and has black laptop style chiclet keys. A wireless connection is made using either Bluetooth low energy technology or Logitech's handy unifying receiver that employs 2.5 gigahertz wireless technology. This small USB dongle plugs into your Mac and lets you wirelessly lets you wirelessly control a variety of the company's devices, such as additional mice or keyboards, simultaneously. And last up for this week is TechFan number three hundred and twenty-two, giant Bluetooth. David returns. That's David Cohen. And topics include yet another balloon tied to a chair flight, Pixel two XL problems, drones in warehouses. Aim shutting down Amazon's great new idea, Sony giant Bluetooth speaker, Mario Odyssey, Acer desktop, Stranger Things, and Transparent Wood. Go and download and find out just what the hell Transparent Wood is. And if you would like to write or podcast for the mighty, mighty, my Mac.com website, all you have to do is contact Mr. John Nemo. His email address is Nemo at mymac.com, and he can get you all set up to do all kinds of groovy things over here at mymac.com. Now, Carl, mm -hmm. if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Well, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Claw0101 or over there on the Mac and Forth Show podcast or even on the Here and There podcast as Ooh, well. that you do with Missy. Which I do with Missy. My nemesis. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Did, wasn't there like something we did where it was either her making fun of me or me making fun of her? I don't remember quite how that worked out. It was some time ago. Yeah. I mean, there was an introduction where I think he was basically, basically fighting each other. Or something, <laughs> okay. I, yeah. Vaguely rumor. It was fun. Uh, you can reach me, Guy, at MyMac.com. I am Mac Parrot on Twitter. You can reach Gaz at Gaz at MyMac.com or GazMaz on Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Uh, you can reach either one of us, Guy and Gaz, on Twitter. You can reach Fearless Leader Tim, feedback at MyMac.com, and our Skype number. <sighs> our <laughs> Skype number, which is plus one or one outside of the United States. Area code 703 436 nine five zero one and uh that's gonna be it for this section but everyone please 
Stand by to stand by. And Carl and I will be right back. Amazon, Google, Apple, Android, iOS, Alexa, Siri, technology, sci-fi, video games, tablets, computers, flash drives, toys, weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever. Every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network. The path to true enlightenment can take many forms, but this probably isn't one of them. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone to the second section, or maybe this would be the second, second section of the MyMac.com podcast. You know, the, the after, this is definitely going to be one of those podcasts that you must listen to the after show because Carl and I basically have like 15 minutes of, of stuff that I'm going to put in, in the after show oh dear. <laughs> that uh, will be fun. will be fun to listen to, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. <sighs> so, uh, Carl, you actually sent me this link about Apple facing a double standard. You want to kind of take that over? Oh, 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 thanks. <laughs> sure. Um, no, so Throw this is a piece right that I, bus. This, um, this was a piece I was sent, uh, and it's by Neil Seibert. Uh, he's a podcaster, and he, he does... Um, uh, you mean Seal Nybert? Sorry? Seal Nybert? Neil. Neil. Oh, Neil Seibert. <laughs> uh, so he's apparently quite big in the tech sphere. Um, he's, he's got a... He does an email. He's one of these people who does an email that you can have a membership to and you can get his thoughts and he does a podcast and videos and, and, and all kinds of weird stuff. And he had one piece uh, recently called entitled uh, Apple is Facing the Double Standard. And it just goes on to list how Apple appears uh, by the press to be handled completely different to any other tech companies. And, and this is not something that's new because most people have like worked this out over time. It's just, he sort of goes and through it piece by piece, company by company explaining, um, how the likes of Samsung, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, and who else have had significant, um, what would be classed as failures time and time and time and time again, but they are not even remotely on par with how the press go off. If Apple do even the slightest thing, well, it, you, know, you know, actually, it's worse than that. Apple can have the best quarter that they have ever had. <laughs> yep. And it'll be like, well, they didn't meet analyst expectations. Well, you know, what What exactly do people, what these analysts, and I had a rant in, in my, my weekly live cast show uh, about analysts. It's like, what, do, what the hell do they expect from a company like Apple? And, you know, and here's a good example. Um, Amazon recently released their quarterly results and for like the second or third quarter in a row, they, they made a profit and it was a really hefty profit. It was like in the, the hundreds of millions of dollars, which great. Okay. App, you know, Amazon, after all this time, you're making a profit. Good for you. But then Apple will turn around and have 
profits in the billions. I mean, and literally not even single digit billions sometimes. And we're not talking about revenue. We're not talking about, you know, how much people spent on stuff. We're talking about profit that Apple made from all sales. And it can be sometimes over in the tens of billions of dollars. And it's like, well, they didn't meet analysts' expectations. <laughs> okay. But that's, that's an old bugbear that I've always had when it comes to Apple reporting. And, and, and I often think, as we, as for us, the people who do shows about Apple and, and commentate on this kind of thing, is why are we even bothering? It's a completely irrelevant field for most of us, unless you've got Apple shares. Because the normally the correlation between what goes on in that financial market compared to reality, i.e. products they produce, a night and day, they have no bearing on each other. Apple is not a company that's going to be wiped out overnight by a few poor decisions because they've got a fast war chest behind them. But it makes good copy for and, and clickbaity links for, for various um, publications and, and sites to go after because they can claim, the sky is falling, Apple's lost its mojo, everything's going wrong because they've dropped two points. Yeah. Yeah, their stock has dropped two points, which they themselves have manipulated with poor yeah. press results. Exactly. It's the same every time. I mean, I don't, I don't claim to understand how the financial markets work, but I've got some my, – my knowledge basically comes from films like Wall Street and Boiler Room and things like this. But you can see how certain, certain publications can manipulate stock prices and, and, and make, um, make them fall and then – Suddenly, good news comes out, and the market, the price shoots up again. Now, someone's making money from all those dealings. Oh, yeah. oh who is it? The same people who are doing the reporting on it most yep. of the time, <laughs> and they get away with it because all they have to do in whatever articles they put out is say whether or not they, as in the author, has any, yeah. you know, any gear in the game, as you know, vis-a-vis Apple stock. Now, where that kind of falls apart, you see, okay, uh, you, you're a, a journalist who is associated with a broker. So you are putting out articles and being paid by this broker to put out articles. And you put out something that is critical of something that Apple did. It doesn't even matter what it is. And based on you and, and other people saying, well, they, they didn't sell nearly as many iPhones 8 iPhone eights as was expected, the stock goes down a couple of points. And in your article, it says, I do not own any Apple stock. However, the company that you work for could have huge holdings and you know, they're poised with their finger on the button. This is okay. Don't put, don't put out that article yet because we're going to dump a, you know, a couple of hundred thousand shares of, of Apple stock back in the market at this price point. You put out your article along with others, stock drops down a little bit, they buy back in, and then you put out your little article saying, oh, well, it turns out that according to Apple's actual real financials, they're doing wonderful, and the stock goes back up again. And so your company has made millions. And, uh, but it's not just the stock price. It's other things as well. Like you got the new, you got the new issues from, um, well, well, we'll do Google, the Google Pixel, for example. Suddenly it's got a blue tint to it. It's got, it's got screen burning in some of the larger models. And, and, and these are yes. their flagship phones. 
Yeah, these these are these were the ones they were jokingly like knocking Apple for for being the just as good because they put just as much technology in the larger in the smaller phones as they do the larger phones. Well, it turns out they don't because there's other technology in the larger phone which is now mis like functioning as advertised. And I saw a few stories about it. Literally a few stories, like less than ten stories. And if that had been Apple, if Apple brings out when the iPhone X Earth 10 comes out on Friday, if it's got a similar issue, which it might have, who knows? But I'm no, suspecting it won't. I'm hoping it won't. But can you imagine <clears throat> Can you imagine the press's interactions with, with its readers if it had even anything slightly like that? I mean, I remember things like Antennagate and, uh, and, and a few other ones. Yeah, well, they, Steve Jobs was actually kind of his own worst enemy on that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I said, oh, you're holding it wrong. Oh, really, Steve? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But even that quote, say if some other G, uh, um, CEO had made that quote, how much would it still be remembered to this day? Well, probably not, because nobody remembers them. That's, that's what I'm saying. But, but that's gone down as in, you know, a statement in infamy. You're holding it wrong. It's still an old joke. Just like uh, who would, you know, no one wants to watch videos on a phone. No one wants to read books on the phone. Books are dead. No one wants to not. No one wants to least music. It's all this. There's all these phrases that Jobs said throughout his life, and they always come back up in in articles just to prove a point that someone else is trying to make. Yeah, but I think that the big difference was Jobs would typically say those things, knowing yeah. that Apple had products in the works along those lines as well. And he's, he's just setting the stage for his own product. That's right. He, he never wanted to show the hand that Apple were, were dealing behind the deck. And so he'd say those things to try and to throw the, the competition off. And in fact, I've, there's some quote, I'm, I'm not, I can't do it word for word, but it basically went along the lines of, um, if, if the competition is waiting to hear what I say to judge what their, their, their strategy should be, then they've already lost. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I get that. I get that. So, yeah, the press, for whatever reason, whether it's for profit or for eyeballs, uh, uses Apple more than any other company to, uh, to make money and to get eyeballs. And it's not right, and it's not fair, and it's going to continue for as long as Apple is a clickbait company. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, probably. I mean, I can as a as a Brit, we love underdogs. So Apple is always seen as the big, the big maniacal corporation, and everybody else is a plucky up and coming box. Really? You know, just would they have said so, that twenty so, years ago? <laughs> I don't, they didn't care back then, though. They didn't, did they? But uh, yeah, I mean, just the way it's portrayed now, Apple is the behemoth that everybody has to try and slay. So. So I can understand where they're coming from. Unfortunately, they never, they never um, set their articles up like that. It's always hate, 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 hate. And if you, if you have any, in fact, even if you try and defend Apple, just by based on the records, yeah, yeah, you, you're not, you're normally classed as sheeple or or a fanboy. There's no, <laughs> you know, there's no ship there. There's there's no, no willingness. There yeah, which, which, but there is no know, debate can... because debate is shut down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've experienced this fairly recently in in lots of different fields, and it's just it's just modern day living and the way social media is now taking over our lives. And in you know, basically, if you've got a different opinion, you just get ground down. Yeah. So shall we go from that to? Uh, I guess you're getting an iPhone ten. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I, I did. I have ordered my uh, iPhone 10 on Friday. Um, Which one did you uh, get? I went for the black 256 uh, gig <laughs> version. The so I big spent, one or small um, one? What do you mean? Well, there's there isn't there's a big X and a small X. Oh no no no! There's just no. the one size. That's right. <laughs> I'm thinking of the, the eight for some reason. It's just the storage that's different. Yeah. So you that's. That's that's one of the things. I am a bit miffed that Apple getting rid of the 128 gig version and making you either downgrade, supposedly, if you've 128 before, downgrade to a 64 gig version, or I'll I'll have to upgrade to 256. Well, do you need 256 gigs of storage? Well, in if if the 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 reason I'm thinking the the reason I didn't go down to 64 is I'm thinking this thing I'm going to shoot a lot of 4K video on and I'd like to store it all on there before I have to take it off so yes the bigger storage is better for me okay well that makes sense because I've got I've got my I mean I'm still on a six plus so I'm what three years back four years back and uh, it's just 64 64 gigs but I don't really use it for shooting video. except when I'm, when I'm at like a conference or something, but for yeah. the most part, 64 gigs is plenty because I'm not oh, using yeah. it to watch videos or anything. The rest that's what I've got at my, you know, 128 gig iPad pro for. It is. I'm just saying the marketing is very, very slick the way they do it. First oh, yeah. they take out the middle option and then they put the price, they increase the price, but not enough to make it seem too outlandish compared to what you would have paid for the 64 because if you only spend an extra 150 i think you can get the next one up which is so much more space yeah yeah. so they are very good (laughs) at their advertising sure and psychology and a a lot of people fall for that yeah you know like uh people that that want to shoot 4k video yeah, exactly. I'm exactly. not saying I fall for it. I know I'm fully aware of what they're doing to me. <laughs> I'm willingly walking through those gates to the slaughterhouse for it. I think. Okay. Well, and speaking of falling for the hype, you're also getting an LTE iWatch or Apple Watch. God, did I just one. say? Did I just say iWatch? Did I really yeah, just did. say that? How long has it been? I don't know. You? I should be flogged <laughs> for saying something like that. Because I mean, I have this the second gen. Second gen watch that um, I picked up at, at a really really good price, and the weird thing. Oh, sorry, we're keeping you up. We're keeping you uh, up. Sir. I know it's it's and it's early. It's it's like five after one. I think my my whole weekend has been thrown off, and I'll tell you why. And going completely off off script here, uh, my wife left on Thursday to meet with uh, a college friend of hers in Williamsburg because she went to the College of William and Mary. And then my son left yesterday morning. I actually had to leave here at the house at like 4.30 in the morning to drive him to uh, the, the Baltimore airports so that he could fly up to Boston. And th- those two things right there, getting up that early and then staying up late last night has just thrown off my entire sleep schedule. <laughs> yeah, but when, when, the, um, when the Apple Watch first came out, I was really poo-pooing the idea because I was thinking, well, you know, they're missing a trick here because I think that this would be so much better if it could get phone calls and it could do all, you know, some of the things that your phone does so that you wouldn't have to carry your phone around. And then Apple for the next two or three years 
as far as I know, completely ignored that idea and just had a watch that connect up to your phone via Bluetooth. And then they come out with the, um, the Apple watch series three, which actually has what I said I wanted it to have. And now I'm uninterested in it. So <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm so fickle, but I, a part of it I think is number one, I've, I've got a series two watch. And of course I have an iPhone that I'm never without. So the benefit of having the, the series three watch with LTE wouldn't really mean that much to me since I never, I'm never without my watch. Hmm. Well, that's, that's, that's fine then, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's the point it, it, for you. Yeah. It's, it is, it makes no sense. And, um, Ironically enough, a lot of reviewers who, who, who had the watch were also making similar arguments, but they never make the argument like, well, for me, it's not going to work because my lifestyle is such and such that I, do, I need my phone on me all the time to do this. So that means the watch is useless. And I'm seeing this more and more when it comes to certain tech writers and broadcasters is it's all about them. Right. If the product, no matter who it's from, doesn't make their little... That is no good for little, anybody. Yeah, it's completely pointless and, and they've wasted their time and how dare they put out a product which is not directly aimed at me, the delicate little snowflake I am. <laughs> Why is the world so cruel? And yeah, I'm so lonely and un, unrepresented. Unloved, and I'm, just I'm living there. in my mother's basement. And it's just so, not fun. But when I was younger, so much younger than... Anyway, uh, when I was younger, reviews would review the product, right. not the lifestyle. Well, unfortunately, for better or for worse, a lot of what has become journalism these days, and it, it's part of the reason why I think a lot of the newspapers have died, not necessarily, you know, I mean, putting the, the advent of the internet aside, so many writers these days, it has to be not about the cause that they're writing about. It has to be about, you know, their personal journey to, Mm -hmm. you know, discovering X, Y, Z and whether it's, you know, men talking about feminism, which just still blows my mind or going down a dodgy path here. And I'm stopping right there because I, I actually had, what we can talk about it off air if you want to actually had an incident. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, everything has to be, you know, I am this wonderful person and, you know, I think that this is also great because of X, Y, Z. And it doesn't matter whether you're talking about technology or social issues or uh, what have you. You know, I mean, it just doesn't matter. It has to revolve around their story. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's not the way things used to be. When, when Walter Cronkite came onto the air, he didn't sit there and talk about how you know, Richard Nixon and Watergate made him sad because of X, Y, Z. You know, he was just like, well, you know, these things happened that led to this, that led to this, led to this. It was, it was, it was a factual rendition of what the news was for that day. And now everything, you know, you watch CNN, you watch Fox, you watch MSNBC. I imagine Sky News is the same. All of the presenters are putting themselves into the news that they're reporting on. Hmm. And they just should not do that. 
you know, report on the news, report on the facts of the news and leave your own personal politics out of it. Yeah, exactly. But that, you know, that's, that's the general news when it, I'm just talking about. How did we the, get to that the, from an LTE watch? Because <laughs> because people were reviewing it like it was directly aimed at them. Oh, okay. That okay. was why, and that's what led off onto that little rant. Yeah. Okay. But uh, no, I mean, I find I, I particularly it fitted in with my lifestyle because at the moment, as I have to say, I've got some health issues and I need to go out, and and the, the ability now to leave my um my 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 phone behind and go out and still be contactable uh, and contact anyone I need to get in touch with, is is great. Now it's not. It's not game changing. It's not life affirming. It's it's none of those things. But it's a fantastic feature, and it's a it's an important feature that they can now feel that they have the technology to be able to put into the same virtually, apart from a few millimeters size watch as the original one. You look at the I other. I thought it was the same uh, size all the way around. Is it? Yeah, is it a little bit the, bigger? The little the little sensor on the back that that talks, uh, does your pulse sticks out like a one millimeter more or something. And of course, that gave people a field day. Of course, saying, no, the claims are wrong. It's slightly larger. Oh, shut up! <laughs> but, but, um, you but this suck. is what I'm saying. So, sorry, I was just saying you suck. That's we're, yeah. we're saying that to all these people. <laughs> but it's 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 nothing. It doesn't because because I'm seeing it and I I'm aware of what they're doing. I can see it happening because I can see it elsewhere. That that doesn't. I just hope other people are also seeing it for what it is and not just blindly following along and accepting what these people are writing and accepting that this is now modern day for want of a word journalism because it's not it's terribly terribly not it's basically opinionated reviews and they are worthless to well, me anyway. do you know how i know it's not working yep is because the apple watch is the best-selling smart device aside from phones that's out there Nobody is selling more wearables, smart wearables than Apple is. And that's even with all of the horrible reviews and the horrible things that people have said about it. And you could make the same argument about the phone. The iPhone at the end of the day is still one of the best phones as far as sales go that's out there. And there's very, very few individual companies with their high-end models that are selling more high-end phones than Apple is. You know, That's it. I, and I've, I've got no problem with these other companies. I've got no, no problem with what they produce, what just they sell. don't I lie they, about it. Yeah, I think they sell some fantastic items and, and, and they do some fantastic research. It purely comes down to when that technology is put into the hands of these people who, who write the blogs, who do the video things on youtube and stuff and you just think you've, you've they've somehow the, the these companies or various companies have managed to cut out real um real people diving into what's being produced and just accepting or, or taking the cheap ride of of let's slate this person but praise this person because it makes an easy story to write yeah okay so, so <laughs> what's the uh the last thing you have here or, do, or did you are did we already kind of go over that oh 
Well, that's the things that, like we I, we covered basically at the start. All the health apps that uh, are now available with uh, iOS and the Apple Watch and, and third party manufacturers. It's, it's amazing how much you can monitor your health now and and keep a track of what's happening within your body uh, and how what you're putting into your body and and stuff like this. It's from a little tiny device. Yeah, and, and I'm, I definitely it's definitely helped me make some healthy changes in my lifestyle. Um, even though, even though I know, I mean, if you eat too much curry, you know that's bad for you. If you drink too much beer, you know that's bad for you. But it's only when you start tracking. And again, you can cheat. And and but who are you cheating? You're cheating yourself. Yeah, it's self delusional. Yeah, but if you actually monitor what you're putting in your into your body, you can see. Wow. Okay, maybe this was the problem all along. And if I make a few simple changes, it can have some drastic uh, uh, effects. Wait, are you telling me that mac and cheese with bacon and extra cheese is not a healthy meal? <laughs> is that what you're trying to tell me here? Because I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy that at all. It, it could possibly be just the salt intake in in that little lot. I think you've just cut under salt, and you'll be fine. Well, I don't add more salt. Well, that's fine then. The <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good. There. So Great. as long as long as I can have my extra cheese, mac and cheese with bacon, I'm good. That's it. And I have beer with the word light, but not actually spelled light, just L-I-T-E, because that's right. not light. That's a made up word. So it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> just, just stick with things like that, you know, misspelled words that meant to sound healthy because that's art. legally fine, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as as long as you're not making claims that it's healthy, that's yeah, exactly. As you know, just making it sound like healthy. healthy. <laughs> Carl, why don't you get us out of this segment? Well, if anybody out there, will please, Lee, please stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. I think just a straight ad, don't you? Yeah. Like what? What would we say? Like tech fan podcast uh, or? Are you are you interested in technology and gadgets? Uh huh. Do you um, want to listen to two guys who know technology and gadgets? Are we claiming to be those guys? Yes. <laughs> well, there, there we go. Are we claiming to be that be those guys? You be the judge. Tech fan podcast. That'll work. Let's use that as an ad. Excellence in mediocrity. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back, everyone, to the My mac.com podcast number 679 i am still here with carl he has had the good sense or maybe it's not good sense but he's still here with me now so i locked the door uh well i that was to keep the cats out right right because otherwise they'll come in and disturb me and (laughs) do you find cats disturbing would you agree with that i find you disturbing i don't know about (laughs) Does does the fact that I am disturbing make you do anything in particular? I frequently have to nod my head. Hit it. Ah. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Okay, well, not so much Gaz's tip this week since he's not here, but Gaz's tip. Gaz's tip. Uh, Carl, have you ever wanted to know 
how far 15 meters is in feet or how many Dutch kroners it takes to equal 100 UK pounds, or actually that should be guilders. I forgot to change that. <laughs> Dutch guilders it takes to equal 100 UK pounds. Well, believe it or not, Google can be your first step in converting nearly anything to any other relatable thing. Want to know how far 100 feet is in yards, which is 33.33 yards, by the way, or how many of those Dutch guilders it would take to equal 100 UK pounds? Type it in a Google search and you'll soon have your answer. And by the way, Carl, it is 235 guilders to equal 100 pounds. You know what? You're absolutely right. I'm so impressed. I'm nodding my head. Ah, excellent. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Bing. Okay. Um, this is this is actually kind of, of weird. One of the things that I've wanted to do in podcasting for a really, really long time was do a, a more live show and take calls from people. Mm-hmm. But it is super, it's either super expensive or super complicated to do that. However, I may have found a way and I'm still kind of looking into it, but I wanted to talk about it real quick uh, to, to put out a, a live show and to take calls and not have it cost an arm and leg. And it's this website called Xenolive.com. They kind of give you like a studio, your microphone and you know, whatever other audio that you put in it, they give you a telephone number that people can call. And various different ways uh, you can, you can embed the audio feed into a website. You could probably embed it like in Facebook or, or something along those lines, or you could listen to it directly on your phone. You could listen to it directly in a browser. And in any of these scenarios, contact the person that's actually doing the show while they're doing the show and uh, talk to them. And, it, you know, I, I basically tried it myself and called myself and it seemed to work. Um, but what I, what I need to figure out how to do is to do kind of like what we're doing right now, be able to talk, you know, myself and one other person through some other service and then feed this audio into something else. The problem is the more you try to do stuff like that, the more taxing it is on the computer. Well, it just so happens that I've got this separate Mac mini. So what I could do is what I'm kind of looking at trying to do is use a feed from my mixer to go to the Mac mini for the audio for Xeno live, and then have calls and stuff coming from Xeno live going into the Mac mini back to the mixer. But I mean, this is all still conjecture at this point. So I'm, I'm still kind of, kind of working on it. And uh, I will keep people updated on my progress as we go along. But it's it's free. It, the weird thing is, this is a free service. I do not know how they manage to do this and not charge for it. It makes no sense to me. But for now, anyway, it's free. It's called Xeno Live. 
Actually, Would, there are a number of these services popping up to make podcasting even easier because the old ways, as you know very well, it's <laughs> basically some recording thing and Skype. And Skype is being less and less playful recently. Yeah. Well, do you know what I just ran into? Uh, you listened to the show last week. If you have a regular Skype account, you can no longer have an answering message for when people call and you know, you're not there to pick up on it. If you have just a regular Skype account, you can't do it anymore. Well, I, well, I, I never think their audio sounds that good anyway. When you, when you call it's, 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 I don't know what they're using about one K. I think it's, it's <laughs> awful. Well, it, I imagine if you have their, their, whatever account that is charging a monthly fee. Business. Yeah. I, I'm willing to yeah. bet that that probably sounds a little better. Probably, but it's quite I'll, an expensive. I'll never know. No, uh, exactly. What you got? Oh, well. um, I've got, um, again, related to my health. So I had to, as I say, my doctor warned me I've got very high blood pressure. So I have to start monitoring myself every day. And I've gone for the Omron M7 Intelli IT uh, upper arm blood pressure monitor. There you go. Um, the reason I picked this one in particular is because uh, one one a friend recommended it, and what it does, it, it can it comes with its own app as well, and then it, the app itself feeds the reading once it's pulled it from the uh, actual device and puts it in uh, Apple Health as well, so you can track it as well. Uh, because it's recording it all the time in the app, you can print out um, a, a database or a spreadsheet. I mean, sorry, of all your readings and hand it into my doctor. My doctor seemed most impressed that I had this thing. And he goes, "Oh, can we keep this?" <laughs> yeah, which can I don't want it. But um, but yeah, it, it works really well. It's it's fairly expensive. I think it's about seventy quid. Um, I don't know what it is in US dollars, but it's seventy pounds. Um, but it, it works flawlessly. In fact, it's it's the one up from the one my doctor used on me when I went into his surgery. So he was he was he was quite happy with the results, and he trusted it. And it's from a make that the the National Health Service, where well, my doctor GP anyway used himself. So it's definitely a, a recognised brand. That's for well, sure. with with the National Health, do you get anything back for buying something like this, or is it like? <sighs> Is this something you want and so you had to pay for it yourself? That's not how it works. It just works. We don't get ripped off when we get ill. That's how it works. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've, I'm going through some dental stuff right now, but never mind. Never well, mind. Well, you know, I mean, I did have to pay for my, my heart, blood, my blood pressure pills, and it was a whole eight pound. Oh, so. my God. How did you manage? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then when I go and get my dental stuff does, it is a whole 20 pound I have to pay. So, so yeah, NHS, NHS, bad, bad apparently. So don't worry. Yeah, I feel so much better about it now. And what's ironic is you can come over here, um, Guy, if you wish, use it, pay a little bit, and then go back to your own country. I'm not suggesting you really? do that because it's quite illegal. But. Yeah, it's kind of, it seems, it, I'd have to... Uh, well, wait a second. No, how could it be? How could it be legal? Or it's not legal? No, it's not legal. Okay, because you meant to pay. You know, you meant to be a resident. But. So, but, but it, on like an emergency I mean, basis, I imagine. I'm not, I'm not judging people. So if I was if I was over there and suddenly had teeth fall out, they would take care of it and not charge me an arm and a leg. Well, I have an American friend who suddenly developed um, uh, a, a condition, shall we say, uh, and she went into. She went, got taken into hospital and basically had to spend a few nights in there and they just charged her and they never charged. <laughs> nice. Mm. Okay. Because it was a, it was a, it was a, 
an emergency situation rather than yeah well that that's kind of what i meant so you know if if you're there it's not like they're going to say well you didn't pay in, into the national health so you know you don't you get nothing <laughs> go out into the street and die die hey, basically on the horror stories i've heard from your country that's what oh. i'm basing it on well the only thing you get here is you know if if you don't have insurance and you go into an emergency room they have to treat you they you won't necessarily get good treatment but they do have to treat you that's a, that's it and then they'll charge you an arm and leg if they can get it back mm. anyway um wow this show is like going in all different kinds of weird directions <laughs> Uh, we don't have much in the way of uh, regular feedback this week, though, over on the Facebooks, uh, Greg Bell, and for people who don't know who he is, he is our regular caller from North Carolina. Well, he was our 200th liquor over there on the Facebooks. Now, Gaz has been, has been asking for, for likes on Facebook and saying that we were going to reach 200 liquors before Christmas, well, he said that like three, four years ago, and it's taken us this many Christmas. And in a way, he's completely correct because it is before Christmas, and we have two hundred likers. Have you have you got fireworks for this special event? Uh, no, but I do have I do have this. This is from Greg. Hey guy, hey guys, Greg from North Carolina again. I just provided the two hundredth like to your Facebook page. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you greg appreciate that and we actually have um two other phone calls from greg and here they are hi guys hi guys it's greg from north carolina hi yes, greg i know you're shocked i know i heard you talking about the crack wi-fi problem on the most recent my mic podcast and as well as knowing how to dial this number i also listened to the very good <laughs> Security Now podcast from the Twit Network, and they, not surprisingly, did a very deep dive into this. Basically, the only thing that is susceptible to it is a client, not a router. Now, many times routers will act as clients, especially if you have a mesh network, two or three routers in the same place that are all kind of creating the same network. They will connect to each other as clients, but the router itself, if you've just got a router sitting there, in your house, and it's a single thing, it doesn't have to be updated to solve this. It's the clients that have to be updated. Windows and Mac and possibly iOS, I don't remember that exactly, actually implemented the specification wrong so that they were not vulnerable. But yes, all your clients, just update them as soon as you can. And there are some things that the router can do to help prevent it, but the router itself is not vulnerable. Um, I won't get any further into the weeds because not everyone wears their propeller beanie as proudly as I wear mine. So uh, <laughs> great podcast again, guys. Have fun. Talk to you later. And there is one last call from Greg. Hey, guys. It's Greg from North Carolina again. It, it, just a, another call for you. Just something hit me just now. You said that you weren't going to change the outgoing message on this phone number because it would cost guy money. I thought that was the whole point of these phone calls in this line was to cost guy money. What's wrong with you guys? Have a great day, guys. Great show. He's absolutely, he's absolutely correct. That that's, that's the joke is that these Skype calls, I have to keep putting money into Skype in order for these inbound calls to, to work. However, 
unless I think unless you have like the monthly account that we were talking about earlier, yeah, they won't let you do it anymore because in a lot of ways, Microsoft still sucks. So that's, <laughs> that's what I say. Um, I haven't talked about this in a while. Uh, I do have a Patreon page and, and I believe there are two people who are contributing to it. And I, I thank both of you for doing so. But if you would like to help support the show, you can go on over to Patreon, look for um, my name, Guy Searle, and you will find me there and you can support me if that's what you want to do or just keep listening to this show for nothing. Either way, I'm good. I'll keep doing it regardless. Um, <laughs> you won't shut him up. But yeah, Patreon is a fantastic thing for podcasters. I used to be poo-pooing it, but for, you know, if, you're, if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time. Like 400, literally 400 for episodes. A, <laughs> literally for less than a Starbucks, one Starbucks coffee, you can, you can send Guy and Gaz like a couple of dollars every month. And it, re- it might not sound much to you and you'll think, oh, what's the point? Two dollars. What could really help? But the point is you do two dollars, someone else does two dollars and it all starts to add up and yep. it covers the costs. And if you would do so, I would appreciate it. And, you know, I, I know that with, uh, is it the Mac and Forth show or mm-hmm. is it the other show that you do like an additional Patreon only podcast? It's- yeah, it's back and forth. So we do an additional about 15 minutes extra a week uh, about one subject that we pick. Uh, so just so there's a little bit of added content for the people who do choose to uh, subscribe to the Patreon feed. You know, I should do that with all the the after show stuff. Because I typically what? have 15 to 20 minutes of after show. Easy. Easy. You can do, you can do a lot of shows do do after show uh, content in their Patreon feed. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I'll have to give that some thought. I, I hate to take it away from everyone who's been like listening, though. Well, actually, I don't know if that would bother them or, or, or not at all. So anyway, people, let me know. Let me know what you think about that. Um, or if if you have any thoughts along the lines of wanting to support the show through Patreon, uh, would it influence you at all if I did an extra 15, 20 minutes of content a week, which I could I could easily I could easily crank that out with, you know, my various nonsensical ranting each week. Uh, anyway, let me know and, uh, we can, it can be a topic of conversation between Gaz and me. Speaking of Gaz, it's sort of, um, Carl, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do it? And it's going to come back around to Gaz because I'm going to give his contact info too. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Claw0101 or over there on the Mac and Fall Show if you like Apple-related news and or or if you just like random nonsense, the Here and There Show, which I do with Misty. Yep. And, uh, oh, Carl, make sure you put your contact information in there somewhere so I can post that on the, uh, the site this week. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of Gaz, it is so ridiculously easy to do so. All you have to do to send him an email is send it to Gaz. That is G A Z. G A Z. At mymac.com. You can also reach him on the Twitters. His his name there is Gazmaz. That is G A Z. Z. M A Z. Z. On the Twitters. And we have a combined one on Twitter for that the two of us can kind of follow. Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Z. That's also on Twitter. And if you would like to contact Fearless Leader Tim and ask him why 
nearly God knows how many years ago, he decided that Gaz and I should have our own show. You would send that to feedback at mymac.com, F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K at mymac.com. And if you wanted to contact me, you would send me an email to guy at mymac.com. That's G-U-Y. I can also be reached on the Twitters at MacPettit. Ah! Ah! And that is M-A-C-P-A-R-R-O-T. And uh, our Skype number. Uh, Greg knows what our Skype number is. Why don't you know what our Skype number is? He's got it on speed dial. I think he does. I think he does. Uh, In order to reach us on Skype, to leave us a message or something else, and I don't know why I went along this, this way, but I did, that is one or plus one outside of the United States, depending on where your point of origins are. Area code 703-436-9501. That's 703-436-9501. And before we leave, I would like to tell everyone who has downloaded and listened to this show, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is greatly appreciated that you have taken the time out of your day to download and listen to the MyMac.com podcast Gaz and myself, and I, I'm guessing Carl for this week anyway, also is thinking, thank you, thank you, thank you. Are, are you thinking that right now? I am thinking. In fact, what I'm thinking, Guy, is I think that you guys, you're good enough. Oh, you. Yes. Good enough. You're smart enough. And doggone it. Woof, woof. People like you. <sighs> yeah, you, you saw that, <laughs> didn't you? You saw that. All right. All right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a good sport about these things. Let's see. Nahet Drandi Lang Genog Invel Kirst Miss Mar We Kriegen Finally Ons Twi Hondestut Lecker. And I'm in Dutch over that one. You got the last word. And. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Oh, well. It doesn't well, make any sense eight at all. episodes of this um this uh pain out there apparently so but he was it. the lead for it he was the lead um yeah it was uh it was patterned after 40 towers and uh it was horrible apparently okay as long as it was horrible that's the part that matters <laughs> well, so. oh hang on it says despite fairly positive reception and receiving the blessing of john cleese who agreed to take a recurring well uh if the show was renewed pain was quickly cancelled <laughs> what uh does it say what network it was? Uh, I guess I could look that up myself, couldn't I? Uh, CBS. Okay. CBS. Yeah, because they're uh, they're so known for their edgy comedy. <laughs> I'm kind of pissed at them right now, anyway. For this whole thing. Oh, what they done? Well, they, well, you know, they have control of Star oh, Trek. Star Trek. They have Star control Trek of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they've done something that anyone under the age of 60 should have told them that this is a terrible idea and they did it anyway. 
And it's, and I'm not talking about things like Klingons eating people, which they're doing in Star Trek or, you know, going so far off of Canon from a show that's supposed to be 10 years before Kirk and Spock and all the rest of that. I mean, I can, I can actually put all that aside. The thing that's really pissed me off is all right, they show the very first episode on the regular CBS network. And they say, okay, well, if you want to see the rest of this great show, mm-hmm. you have to pay for CBS all access, yep. which is fine. You know, I, I don't mind paying money for content that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is they've, I mean, besides for, for Star Trek discovery, they also have, I mean, CBS has, has a wealth of content going back all the way to the fifties. I mean, you got, I love Lucy taxi, um, uh, night court. I mean, there's like all these programs that, that they own the, the IP for, mm-hmm. but when they put out the seasons of these shows, they don't include all the shows. And this is with a paid service. They don't include all the episodes and you're paying for this service. They're still giving you ads. They're still playing oh. ads. And it's like, you know, no, no, that's not the way it's supposed to work. If you have an internet or online, um, not network, um, online content. Okay. You do one of two things with it. You either have people pay you mm-hmm. for the content or you show it for free, but it includes ads. And CBS, I guess, has decided to cut out the middleman and not only make you pay for it, but charge you ads as well. <laughs> you know, charge you, yeah, it's the, it's, you know, it's make the you watch dip, ads. Isn't it? Yeah. And it's, it's like, that's, mm. that's, that's like just so uncool. And if Discovery had been brilliant, I might have actually overlooked it. But so far, it has not been brilliant. It's, I mean, it's fun to watch and it's, it's intriguing, but it's not Star Trek. It, it's just not Star Trek. Orville is Star Trek. <laughs> Actually, yes, it is. That's very close to how, how we remember Star Trek. This is definitely the new discovery is definitely something made for the modern time to bring Star Trek back you know, up into current, you know, well, you know, I don't, year. I don't mind the fact that the discovery looks to be more technologically advanced than the enterprise. That doesn't bother me because, you know, you, anytime you're watching fiction like this, you have to kind of put into context when the content yeah, was course. created. So the original series, Star Trek was made in the sixties. They yeah, didn't have, have sets built like that. It looks well, they, look they, rubbish. They didn't have, you know, uh, touch screens and, and you know, all the rest of that. And what they had was bright, shiny <laughs> buttons that didn't really have anything to tell you what they did, but everybody apparently just knew how to use them. And now, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you look at like the navigation consoles and the, uh, the science consoles and, and the communication console, you know, all this stuff that they were doing, they're basically just standing there. Most of them, most of the time, not even looking at what it is that they're doing. Their hands are just moving around, hitting various buttons, the sound effects, beep, 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 are going off in the background. And then they're like, okay, well, course lady and captain is like, 
Really? <coughs> How did you do but that? You, you can't. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. You can't. Unfortunately, when it comes to the visual medium, you can't have it how it actually is because it's boring. This is why whenever they show hacking in movies, there'll be God knows what going on on the screen, and their fingers will be furiously flying across the keyboard, having no correlation to what's right. actually going on. Of course, but it has to. You has to be visually appealing. I mean, most people. Whenever they deal with computers, you think, well, why are you showing a picture of something, but you're still typing in? What are you typing in? Because <laughs> there's nothing on the screen now. Yeah. Well, it, it's but kind of like um, you've seen the, the various Star Trek movies. Yeah. Okay. Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Okay. Scotty and Dr. McCoy are at this plastics factory. Translucent aluminum. aluminum. Right. And... They and even better. They put him in front of a Mac. It's like a Mac, probably five twelve ke or a plus or something like that. It was one of the all in one Macs with the nine inch monitor. And Scotty is there, and he he's picking up the mouse and going computer, computer, you know. And, French, not Scottish. Yeah, well, I know. That's all. That's the best I can do. And then <laughs> the. Um, the guy that I can't remember his name, the actor's name, but he he's like, well, uh, professor, why don't you try this keyboard? And Scotty's like, oh, a keyboard, how quaint! And he just starts typing, and all of this about about <laughs> transparent aluminum just starts showing up right. on the screen, and it's like, wait a second, you know, this is a guy from four hundred years from now. He's on a computer with a graphic user interface that doesn't really seem to have any program running other than something that's going to flash graphics at you. And he's somehow pulling out from the corners of his mind, all of the, the various molecular doodads that you need to have for transparent aluminum. How does this even work? How does this work? It's fiction. It's employed. It's entertainment. Don't, don't sweat the details, otherwise it ruins you know, every I, single film. I'm almost I mean, tempted, instead of recording the second section, to just use everything that we've been talking about for the second section of the show. Oh dear. But then that wouldn't but make any whole, sense with the title. That's a whole podcast idea right there. <sighs> See, that's you and I should get together and do something like that, where we just yeah. rant on, on crazy crap. <laughs> Well, you rant, you rant, and I'll be the one desperately trying to pull you back to yeah, reality. Yeah. Good, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, good I luck with that. I have my hands full, but I'm big enough to do it. Guy. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're actually taller than I am. That's right, you're shorty. Yeah, but I'm, I, I outweigh you now. Damn I it. bet you don't. Well, how much? No, but I'm not saying on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to ask. 